Hey, I am Connie Blastock, and I'm on, in Ontario, Oregon, at the Ontario Nazarene Church, and I am a very proud member of the Ministry to Parents group. Welcome to the Ministry to Parents podcast. Here's your hosts, Elizabeth and Jeremy Lee. This is the podcast for church leaders that helps you build a ministry to parents. Yes, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us in on episode four. And today's topic is how do you honor the Sabbath when you work on Sunday? I have no idea. Well, we're going to get there. <laughs> Please. <laughs> so uh, before we get there, guess what we're celebrating in five days? Oh, I know this. You're Thank not going to you? catch me sleeping. What are we celebrating in five days? Happy anniversary. Yes, to we you. celebrate our wedding anniversary. It's a big deal. Huge deal. This is the thing that we have figured out being married 23 years. It's a gift every time you get to add a year. Truth. It's I'm, a goal. Like, it's literally my goals. You know, when you set a goal every year, it's yeah. one of my goals. It's like be married on the anniversary. Exactly. And listen, <laughs> and we're not joking when we say that. We've, I think we can, we're not, we're not at all trying to hide. We have had tough, tough, tough patches in our marriage. Absolutely. Yes. Um, and, and, and have overcome a lot. And it's pretty phenomenal. That's right. And if there's somebody listening to this today who is feeling hopeless in your marriage, we get you. Absolutely. We understand. And just we just beg you, hold on. You can Well, hold on and let's do the alliteration. Hold on and get help. Yes. Because that's <laughs> that's the bottom line. Hold on and get help. Like those have to go together. Hours and hours and thousands and thousands of dollars of therapy. Therapy. <laughs> is what so that's what yes, we're right. celebrating that's today, right. everybody. That's right. <laughs> All right. You need so, a good therapist in the marriage. It's so true. Um, and she is amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, shout out to our therapist. Yes. Okay. So I have a question for you out of the 20, cause we'll be celebrating our 23rd. So out of the 22 years of how we've celebrated, what's been your favorite? Oh man, this is easy. Oh, uh, well, I mean, it was, uh, uh, hold on. Cause I almost said Cancun. I've never been to Cancun. <laughs> Oh, the, so the, <laughs> it's the island where people go to hide their money. Uh, Cayman Hayman? Islands. We went to the Grand <laughs> Cayman Islands. Oh my goodness, that was amazing. I mean, we we a went, long time ago. Yeah, on our twentieth. Well, not long. It wasn't like that. Long. It was three years ago. Oh, yeah, has has three years with me been that long? No, COVID has made it that long. <laughs> <laughs> it's we, COVID is like we swam with stingrays, <sighs> and it was um, it was easily the best. It was yes. the coolest places I've ever been. We don't, we've never really gone anything place that cool. At least I haven't. It was mm -hmm. super, super fun. What about you? Well, I actually uh, was thinking about the question and that's was my same answer. And I think it was because, I mean, the Cayman Island where we went, Grand Cayman, it's, it's not very big and there's actually not a lot to do, but we were in a season where things had been so busy. Normally we like to visit cities in the non-COVID era, but we love to do um, city crawling, but, uh, and at that time, we just chose not to go into a city and do a, a getaway, a vacation to celebrate because we had been walking through cancer, or you had been yeah. walking through cancer. That was part of our story. No, we. That's it's. It was an us thing. Yes, yes. And so we needed a break from the noise of the world, and so I think that's why it was special for me because it was just seven days of just pure. Uh, collapsing, resting, and taking a break from it was just it was nice. It was good. That's my favorite too. And listen, 
I edited our wedding video down to a one minute wedding video. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. And every year I, on our anniversary, I watch that. And because, you know, I love you, but I'm not down with like the whole hour long wedding. No, no, no. Because let's talk about our wedding for a second. <laughs> Do you have you have a minute? Before we get on to honor the Sabbath. <laughs> sure. <laughs> we had a Jackson, Mississippi wedding. Now, those of you who don't know Jackson, Mississippi, there's not a ton to do there. I'm from Baltimore, Maryland. <laughs> what? It's true. There's not a ton to do in Jackson, Mississippi. I, I would disagree with that. I mean, there's a lot to do outdoors. There's a lot to do outdoors there. All right. And there's a lot of sports. Okay. But, it, would but you're you, not an outdoor person. Would you not agree that one of the biggest <laughs> social outings in Jackson, Mississippi are weddings? I would say they that love it's a their part weddings of the there. Social, it's a part of the social circuit. Yes. Yes, and I'm originally from Baltimore, Maryland, and they don't roll that way. So hopefully, you're not judging people from. I'm not judging where I'm no, from. I'm not judging. <laughs> I'm saying that uh, weddings are a bit okay. You know what? Let's let the people who are listening judge. How many bridesmaids and groomsmen did we have? Twelve. <laughs> twelve. <laughs> no, not twelve altogether. Twelve bridesmaids. Twelve on each side. Twelve bridesmaids. Twelve groomsmen. And two uh, pastors and a ring bearer <laughs> and a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> so let's just say this weddings are no joke. Your 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 beautiful dress <laughs> was was a hot mess. <laughs> it went down about twenty five stairs. Yes. You're giving me the hurry up sign. <laughs> I don't want to hurry up. This is our anniversary. Why can't I enjoy listen, I'll one of my <laughs> memories from our wedding is your dad looked at me. Because he was one of the, our dads are pastors, and so they both did the ceremony. He looked at me and he said, I hope you'll love her as much and more than I have. And he started crying. And I remember thinking, gum, no pressure there, partner. That's a lot. That's a lot to put on me. So, But I've tried. 23 years, we've enjoyed it. Yes, it's been very, very good. What do we do? Are we doing a podcast? What is this? I don't you want to tie this into the Sabbath? <laughs> no, I'm so I'm so into like our anniversary right now. I'm not even. I'm, okay, I've so lost track. Let's get I'm back super on track. excited. We got Tim Drury coming in today. Tim, yes, and Tim has been a, a member of M2P for quite a minute. T- Tim has just been uh, one of those supporters. You know, when you do stuff like M2P, you want and ache for feedback from people, and Tim has just always been relational with us and we've just loved having him so much so that we have now brought him in and said hey help us write a blog post because we wanted him to be a part and i've just been thankful that tim uh tim was willing to talk with us about how to honor the sabbath when you work on sunday and sometimes that can be kind of a taboo subject to speak about and i was just so grateful that tim was willing to offer that vulnerability and be willing to talk about the subject outside of uh what he does and share that so i'm looking forward to it looking forward to you guys hearing it yeah one of my favorite tim stories is that he was um at the hospital getting a treatment for uh he he his family was having a treatment there and he was there at the hospital and he kind of posted in our in our members only group hey you know could y'all pray for my family and one of our members who was a minister our church leader in that local area didn't even know Tim just saw that on the group went to the hospital and visited and they posted a picture from that and that just that it. was one of my favorite moments because it's that kind of connection that uh, makes M2P membership so special to me. You well, know? And I love it because 
and you and I both know this because we both served on church staffs, that sometimes it can be super lonely being on a church staff. And it's the people you work with, and it's, uh, it is your family. But sometimes the, the, your peers can, if it's especially an unhealthy environment, it becomes competitive. And it shouldn't be, but that can be there. And then obviously you've got your bosses that you're relating to. And so you have all that going on. And so sometimes it's, there, it's just a struggle to find people that you can feel safe with. And what I appreciate with these M2P members is it's like you're able to connect with people that could be outside of your world, your immediate world. And it gives a chance for the church, right? The Big C Church, the collective church, the organic church that Jesus is bride. It gives a chance for it to take on its own unique meaning among church leaders uh, because these people have each other in a way that um, it's just unique. And in relation to Sabbath, I you know I I think about um, if, to continue with your um, you know analogy, my my brothers and sisters in the Big C Church of Church Leadership. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things I grieve for with them is they they go on Sabbath and they go to church and they put on their khakis or put on their best dress and they go and they serve serve serve, uh, especially our children's ministry friends. They, uh, th- how many, how many of you that are in children's ministry and youth ministry never even get to attend a service, right? Because you're taking care of everybody else's kids. That, so my question, it was, it was, and is, how in the world do we find our own spiritual health and rest in the midst of serving? You know, it's like. It's for me. It's like a waiter or a waitress at a restaurant who's always serving but never gets to sit down to eat. I think that the you know the word Sabbath comes from that word which is ceasing from work to rest to stop. And I think everybody has to figure that out for themselves what that looks like because everybody's work looks different. So you can't. It's not like a one size fits all. I'm excited to talk about this topic. I think there's so many elements to it. I think uh, there are church leaders who um, really are craving for this, without e- whether they realize it or not. So let's dive more into this. Um, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back with Tim Drury, and we're going to talk more about this. Um, but before we go, uh, if you're listening to this real time, we have just two more days of our eternal uh, members. We have a few more spots left. You can go to ministrytoparents.com if they're still available, ministrytoparents.com forward slash member and uh, and join in. That's The reason why Eternals are so cool for a lot of people is uh, you pay $599 one time and it's done forever. Uh, and you're always a member. You enjoy the benefits forever. A lot of people love it. It's mo- easily the best deal we offer. And uh, yeah, so we got two more days of that uh, or until the spots run out, whichever comes first. So let's head to break. After the break, we'll come back with Tim Drury. Most of us know we should be ministering to the parents in our church, but many of us have no idea how to do it. When you become a member of Ministry to Parents, you'll be able to offer a steady stream of parent videos, family discipleship resources, parent events, games for families, and so much more. It's like the Netflix of parent ministry resources. You don't have to figure out your ministry to parents on your own. Let us be a part of your team by joining ministrytoparents.com today. To learn more and get a bunch of free resources, 
go to ministrytoparents.com slash member. Topic we're about to jump into Sabbath and uh, super super important topic. Uh, but I was reminded when I told that story in the last segment about Tim uh, and his family being at the hospital, and one of our M2P members just kind of surprised him, and what a beautiful moment that was really for our whole community. And it just reminded me, you might be an M2P member and be like, well, how did all that happen? And where's this private community? Uh, and so if that's you. <laughs> We have uh, uh, what we call the M2P Network. It's a private Facebook group for members only. It's just a place to be able to connect and have conversations that you uh, with people you can trust in, uh, in a safe environment. Uh, and it's all around family ministry, and we pray for each other, and it's just, mm-hmm. it's just a really cool place. And so if you want to be a part of that and you're an M2P member... Mm-hmm. Just email us, and we'll send you a private link, and you can jump in and, and enjoy the group as well. Yes, and that email is info at ministrytoparents.com, I-N-F-O at ministrytoparents.com. Absolutely. So it's a really great uh, place to find just a small connection or if you ever need advice. Um, we are so excited that Tim was willing to share with us uh, his perspective on how to honor the Sabbath when you work on Sunday. And he is a family pastor uh, out of Bethalto, Illinois. And we are, uh, if you want to check out his blog post, you can go to ministryparents.com where he writes about it there. But here's a little bit about what he had to say. I think one of the, the lies that sometimes we believe is that if I'm not constantly producing, then I'm not being a good ministry. I'm not being a good ministry leader if I'm not constantly producing and what does that producing look like and so sometimes you need people to come inside just to help change your trajectory just a little bit and ultimately the day of rest is we're connecting with god you know so that he gets to change our trajectory that he gets to direct our plans um because the plans that we may have already said this is where i need to go he needs to adjust those and so it's it's coming and pairing with the lord but also there's other people that he brings alongside us that are gifted to help us with that he reminded me right then when he talked about that, of that verse, that it, when it talks about you can make your plans, but the Lord directs your steps, mm-hmm. how he said uh, uh, you need to adjust your plans sometimes. And I think that's so hard when we can hold so tightly to those plans, right? Because we've had to submit them through a budget. We've had to submit them through the calendar. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, there's so many things that have to fall into place that uh, sometimes it can be a struggle to hold them loosely. Yeah, I know I can lay my life uh, and my sense of peace, my sense of uh, feeling uh, centered and okay and happy mm-hmm. and uh, just uh, emotional well-being. Mm-hmm. I can lay that a line down the middle and it can be, uh, it, it, there's a category of when I'm honoring Sabbath and when I'm not. Um, and that is, it's a determining factor towards mm-hmm. our sense of peace. Mm-hmm. Um, and this isn't an accident. God laid this out uh, and he set it up. And so when we're uh, over, uh, when we're too much focused on our productivity, and you are talking to this guy, 
Mm-hmm. I am the get it done guy, aren't I? <laughs> yes, I, that is so true. You I, really are. <laughs> I absolutely you do. love. And I love that about you. Getting stuff done. But sometimes right. I so much am focused on getting it done and wanting to check it off my list right. that I'm not uh, present, mm-hmm. that I'm not relational and personal with people when I need to be. I'm right. more just like, hey, can you just do this real quick? Sure. <laughs> Um, and for those of you who are yeah. listening in a minute, my just friends went, yep. that might have been listening, I'm sorry in advance. Uh, but then oh. this is the, this is the big, the big third one in that is in my efforts to get it done. Sometimes, um, I am unwilling to stop. I'm mm-hmm. unwilling to Sabbath. And, mm-hmm. uh, this was the God who made us kind of put this into our operating manual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, Hey, listen, you don't work as a human being. If you don't take this time to stop, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I've set you up so that you aren't allowed to do this. Mm-hmm. I love this. This is why we need rest. This is why we need food. We need Sabbath. So what I hear you saying is that when you're on the production track, one of the things that helps you figure out how to get off of it is you're able to go and look, have I been taking time for rest and replenishment at some point during the week? Did I take a day where I I took rest and that's your plumb line. It's almost like data. It's your data to tell you whether or not you're on the production track. Is that right? Sure. I think one of the uh, core struggles that I face and, you know, maybe somebody listening might share in this, Mm -hmm. the, uh, is I strive Mm -hmm. in order to perform because that performance makes me feel like, uh, it, it kind of soothes my identity. It makes me feel important mm-hmm. and valuable, mm-hmm. productive, mm-hmm. and that people, uh, the people I work for and the people that will appreciate me, they'll give me what I need, which will provide for my family. Mm-hmm. My family will be grateful <laughs> and therefore I will be. So, uh, in, so it's kind of like in order to get that, I need to strive, which is to go 120%. Uh, well, if you're going to live with Sabbath, you've got to live at 80%, right. 90%. you got to have margin right. with your time. And there's, uh, I, I can't be the only one who right. is trying to hack the system by going 120% mm-hmm. so that everybody that works with me will think I'm awesome. Yeah. They'll reward me, and I'll get to bring that provision home to my family, and my family will think reward I'm awesome. You. Sure. And everybody will think I'm awesome. And it's a and cycle, so yeah. Uh, I believe the Sabbath is one of those, uh, it's it's basically saying, will you be willing to go at 80, 90%, 70% or 60%, give me the rest and trust me with it and let that be your identity. Oh, that good. That is uh, <laughs> not easy for Mm-mm. somebody like me. Mm-mm. And this is why this this discussion is a, is a soul care mm-hmm. discussion for me, big time. So it's like, uh, as you were talking, it's just like how he does with money. He wants us to steward the money, right? He also wants us to steward our time, and this is a way to to give that. That's good. And guys, in general, we kind of live with this pressure. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, we kind of want to take on God's role in our family, and mm-hmm. we want to be the provider and protector. Mm-hmm. I'm always careful when I say guys because I understand that right. girls can have that too. That I don't want to overgeneralize. I'm just saying, though, me and a lot of my buddies, when we get seriously, uh, when we feel safe with each other, yeah. that's what we talk about Yeah, is, man, I'm not I'm not making enough. I'm not bringing home enough or I'm not sure how all the bills are going to get paid. And my family's looking at me going, dude, mm-hmm. and we feel that. And uh, so when we feel that we don't want to take a Sabbath break, mm-hmm. we want to we want to do what we need to get things done mm-hmm. so that we can 
um, it's it's scratching one of two itch, itches for us, which is I need to provide or my ego needs to be stroked. I'm not, I don't feel like I'm being valued. Yeah. And so in order to get that, I got to perform and strive. And that's big. That, mm-hmm. that hits home. That definitely hits home mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to move to the uh, Tim's next clip because he kind of talks about how in order to bring Sabbath into his life and perform, he had to ask for help and also set up some systems. So let me, let's listen to what he had to say about that. Over the last probably two years, my wife is just amazing at organization. And so I've invited her to help me with that because that's not my giftedness. And I made a planner and I started writing things down, looking at monthly goals, looking about where I was headed in ministry, starting writing that down. And then, you know what, if I didn't get something done in that week, I just moved it to the next week and made it a top priority of that week so that it does get done. But when I walk out of the office, I can be done and then go ahead and, and rest and then be ready on Sunday to be able to engage. I know I cut that off a little bit, but the the ultimate point is, and, and I love what Tim had to say was, he said, it's not like I just am not productive. It's not like I have to choose between mm-hmm. Sabbath or productivity. Right. I just had to adjust my productivity so there was margin for Sabbath. And he had to ask for help, which I think is so good because he's willing He's willing to share with us and share with the listeners how he's saying, hey, I need help. I can't do this on my own, which is the power of the bigger discussion of church and community and how we are wired to need other people. It, it would be lovely in a, in a perfect world to say, I can do everything by myself. I've got it all together. And that's just not how God has wired us because God has wired us to need other people in a healthy way. with his community. And I love that he went to his wife and said, Hey, I need help. And that she was organized, you know, and I I know that that's what you do for me, that you help me in those areas, not of organization, because neither one of us are organized, (laughs) but you're really good where I'm an ideas person. You're really good at getting stuff done. And so you, I'm able to go to you and be like, I need you to help me. And you're able to speak, I guess, that outside perspective, you know, and I think that it's really great uh, when you can go to a safe, trusted person to say, hey, I'm needing some help here and uh, begin to make changes so that you can honor both production and Sabbath because they are together. They're not either or. Mm-hmm. Well, and the uh, I think the the command and promise <laughs> that God brings to from Sabbath to Sabbath is if you'll trust me mm-hmm. to take a break, I'll make you more productive. Absolutely. You know, and there's plenty of examples of that in our world, but that ultimately that's what God's offering. He's saying, Hey, you know what? It doesn't have to be this hard and it doesn't have to be all on you. Right. So, and I hear that with my ears and when I read it in scripture and in my heart, but like to actually believing yes. and practicing it's, you know. <laughs> okay. So I remember when I was um, in my twenties, I, it was production track, production track. Cause you still have all that energy, just gotten out of grad school, got my master's of divinity, you now working at a church. And I'm just, we didn't have children at the time. And so I was like, these, all these teenagers are like my kids and doing girls ministry and discipling. We just love it. And, and it was almost, and it ended up burning out because I wasn't taking that day or even that weekend of just rest right of uh pulling away and um 
understanding the point of this concept that we're talking about. Uh, because I experienced burnout and went through uh, a period of restoration and also just de- Jesus teaching me about uh, this whole thing that we're talking about, when I had a chance in my 30s to come back as a women's minister, two kids under the age of five at this point where we are in our journey, and I'm now doing women's ministry and uh, I remember working, it was 20 hours doing part-time work. And anyone who's a ministry leader knows that that doesn't <laughs> exist, right? Uh, you know, you can say you're part-time, but let's be honest, it's really full-time. But I told myself when I uh, took on this role that I want to learn, right, from where I've come from. Beauty from ashes, we got to learn from it so we don't repeat it, right? And so I said when I was doing this, I can uh, continue stepping into this role, working 20 hours, but I literally set 20 hours. But what happened was when I set that boundary for myself, I had to do exactly what you were saying, which is I, I was forced to trust God in this, in this work because I realized that, you know, you had bosses asking you, um, pastor or exec pastor, whoever, hey, this is what we've got going on. This is what needs to be done. Or we had a women's event or something that was happening or training for volunteers. And all of a sudden I'm going and I'm teaching a women's service on Wednesday nights and all of this stuff is happening. There's no way this can get done in 20 hours. There is just no, there's no way. But it reminds me too of like when you're doing your budget and your money and your tithing and you're going, there's just no way this is going to work. But somehow because there's trust in the God of the universe and the personal Lord, Yahweh, who I like to think it's very personal. He says, hey, I've got you right? Like I've got you. I need you to trust me with your time. And so I love how Tim said that where he said, okay, um, I'm going to lay out what I can do this week. And then when I can't, I move to the next week. And he just set some boundaries for himself. And I remember doing that in my thirties and I'll never forget when my boss came to me and he said to me, uh, I'm kind of in awe of how, how you're doing what you're doing because you are getting a full-time job done in 20 hours and you're really honoring those 20 hours. And when he said that, I just talked to the Lord in that moment. I was like, look at you go. You're (laughs) being super (laughs) humble because what he actually said was you're doing more than the other full-time ministers on the staff. And as one of those full-time ministers, I was really mad about that, but it was true. Were you really? (laughs) Well, no, I mean, I, it was, uh, well, truthfully, yeah. What are we lying? (laughs) No, we're not lying, but the, uh, vulnerably there you go yeah that's the word i'll say to you when i heard that as one of those full-time ministers I, in a striving mode at that time of my life yeah it was kind of an alarm to be like yeah because i could see you were doing in 20 hours what i was doing in 40 and and i was like how is this possible and because mm-hmm. and we were just in different places at that time sure yeah um, I, I want to move to Tim's last uh, clip because uh, I want to make sure this gets included in our conversation today because okay. this was a big thing for me that I've actually learned from you um, because this is an area you said you, you've been through burnout and you for over a decade have deeply uh, studied in this area and a lot of areas mm-hmm. and you've taught me so much as I've watched you and um, you learned at some point, and I don't know if you can remember where you learned it, but you've taught it to me, the difference between resting mm-hmm. and replenishing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the idea here is, is that we can rest, uh, by, uh, maybe watching a TV show or doing something where, um, we're kind of just sitting and watching or sitting, um, and, you know, just chilling, 
or we could do something that's replenishing, which is using our hands, creating, engaging our minds in a different way than we normally do. And uh, Tim kind of talked about that for a little bit, and so let's listen to what he had to say. You know, there's nothing wrong with just putting our feet up and watching the show, but that's that's super easy. But re- refreshing and resting actually is um, for three parts. It's our intellectual, spiritual, and physical. Um, and so we are taking those parts and we're thinking about what am I doing in my day of rest that recharges and sharpens me in each of those areas. Uh, and so that's one thing that we have to think through when it comes to rest. Um, and it's specifically so that we're refreshed to serve the Lord again, not just so that I'm putting my feet up, you know, and, uh, but we're stopping the productivity so that we can resharpen and refocus for the week ahead that God has for us. So here's the question I pose to you. Okay. Will you share with our audience the way you <laughs> shared with me on this topic? Cause it was kind of a, it changed the way I looked at Sabbath. Mm-hmm. And rest. Sure. Uh, there were a string of people who have influenced um, in the last 10, 15 years this journey. First started with uh, Jeff and Laura Helton, friends of ours out of Franklin, Tennessee, who are Wellspring coaching. And uh, you can Google them. Great people. They uh, love to pour into ministry leaders. And they meet with people online, in person. They come to churches. But uh, Laura and I had this conversation where she began to just teach me about the difference between rest and replenish. And then as as the Spirit works, he begins to, once he opens something up that he's teaching you, you begin to see it and hear it everywhere. And so then a guy named Pete Richardson, I went to a conference in New York City, who began to teach me about this, who I had found him from, Gabe Lyons, who runs Q, the organization, and who also wrote Next Christians, one of my most favorite books. And um, I was in New York City meeting uh under Pete, this small conference, and he began to teach about the difference. He expanded what I had learned. And, and so rest and replenish. And as you begin to start to listen to your soul and begin to understand and become more self-aware, you can begin to learn what you need. And so where rest is, hey, I need to, um, I need to take a break. I need things to quiet and shut some, my mind off. Yes, shut my mind off. And sometimes that is go you can binge watch a show or it can be through music or it can be for me it's I, because uh, I have some sensory stuff and some sensory struggles. It's always usually getting out and working in the garden or or the flower bed. Don't have a garden but a flower bed or it's out running or it's um, doing weights. I I like movement with my body, but what happens is that's what my version of rest is. And then there's replenishing. And this is where you and I are different because your version of replenishing might be using your hands. Mm -hmm. But for me, that's rest. It it shuts my mind off because I'm doing something else, Uh, reading a good book. Well, replenishing is something that brings me energy. And that for me is because uh, uh, it's creativity. I get to create something, whether I get to create something for my boys and I get to hang it in their room or I get to just create a note for a friend. Like during quarantine, I went and found these really cool llama stickers and uh, found these really funny notes and put a ton of uh, glitter and these llama stickers and these notes and then mailed them to my friends, you know. And that was a way to exercise creativity, but it replenished me, and it was oh so fun. So you replenished by sending glitter bombs to your friends Absolutely. that they have to clean up. 
him. It was so fun. Awesome. You're that person. <laughs> I'm so that person. Enneagram four. <laughs> but um, that's my version of replenish versus rest. And that, again, because the spirit makes every single one of us individual, you know, uniquely different, your version of rest and replenish will be different. But rest is exactly what you said is quiet the mind. And then replenish is bring energy. I love that. Thank you so much. <laughs> Uh, and thanks to, by the way, Tim Jury, thanks for kind of queuing up this conversation and being a part of it with us. Uh, I want you guys, and I hope you guys, we love his blog that he's written. This blog post is just kind of takes this conversation so and makes it super practical. So please go to ministrytoparents.com forward slash blog. You'll see it. You should see it there if you're in real time and you can search for it. Um, he is uh, Tim's a good friend, but we are so grateful that he uh, wrote this blog for us. So we want to point you to it. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. If you're looking for ransom, I can tell you I don't have money. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that I have acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. If you join ministrytoparents.com now, that'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. And I'll tell your senior pastor what the middle school kids did to the baptistry during your last lock-in. To join M2P member, just go to ministrytoparents.com forward slash member. Hey, welcome back to the silly, fun, crazy part of the show. And you can't do silly, fun, crazy without our funny guy, Mr. Adam Nunley. Welcome back, sir. Hello, Jeremy. <laughs> be funny right now. It is me. I'm here. <laughs> oh, that cannot be the accent for uh, our know-it-all Nolan. Oh, sure. I will try to do this. Oh, yes. I love that accent. Oh, this is great. You should not have started with I that. I should not have. I will mess this up. Probably I'll just go to something else. <laughs> Adam is from Dadliness. It's a podcast that he does, and he's my friend, and we are here to tell everybody about what it looks like to have fun with our M2P members. And we have an M2P. Because they're the best. They're the best. They're the best around. Nothing's ever going to keep them down. Uh, go. What's the next line? Do you know they're it? They're the best. It's, it repeats it again. Oh, okay, okay. I can't stump you know-it-all, Nolan. Keep it down. And, it's, you know, and then Karate Kid comes in. Okay. So our game, our game is called... Parent calls. I, that was what you did last episode. Oh. I, want, I need variety. Parent calls. <laughs> I like that one. That was okay. good. <clears throat> All right. Sorry, so parent everyone. calls is I the name blew, of the game. I think I blew their eardrums out at that moment. And our contestant slash M2P member is Miss Rhonda Crosser. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Yes, um, welcome, Rhonda. We're doing awesome. Rhonda, tell us your church and where you're from. Uh, I work at Parkview Evangelical Free Church in uh, Iowa City. Nice. Iowa. 
Iowa. Uh, no Iowa jokes. We no. do not know her level of sensitivity. Nope. So Iowa, do not say anything. It's just important. I am not from Iowa. Oh, so then game on. Go game on. Jokes you want. I mean, <laughs> let's just game be honest. On. The joke about Iowa is that you don't have any real jokes about Iowa. Oh, you don't dang. Know. Nobody. Zinger. Burn. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, uh, November <laughs> elections. <laughs> important. <laughs> The no, Iowa caucus. caucus. The primary. The primary. <laughs> yes, the primary the elections. Caucus. Yes, the caucus. The caucus are very. No very difference important. whatsoever. <laughs> no, hey. <laughs> it starts it off. It's the start. That's what the difference is. It's the start. <laughs> All right, Rhonda, thank you for being with us. And thank you for being an M2P member, by the way. What do you like about M2P? Oh, this is nerve- nervous for me. Because what if she doesn't like it? But do you, what do you like right about M2- being an M2P <laughs> member? Um, I am, I've been a member for about six months now and I love just the fact that I can go in and get resources um, to share with my families and um, even my volunteers. Um, the toolbox that you guys have is wonderful. You're always coming out with new um, ideas and things, ways for us to uh, up our program. So, I mean, it's like the best bang for your buck. I would, I could Ooh, recommend bang for it your buck. Bang for your buck. Checks in the mail, Rhonda. Thank you very much for that. You're welcome. Let's, I just made myself a boomer with that. Let's, phone, didn't I? <laughs> let's take five to six months and turn it into five to six years. We're, we're in it together. Yes. All right. <laughs> parents are going to be ministered. Ministered to. to those parents. All right, Rhonda. And by the way, your website's amazing. Parkviewchurch.org. If y'all want to see it, when you go on it, it's like a roller coaster ride. It shows Universe. the church and then it just expands. <laughs> Google or stuff. Just look, get really close to the screen and watch it. It'll feel like you're on a roller coaster. Oh, Put your man. eyes like right there. Or if you have VR <laughs> goggles. Right. Ronda, Does anyone use those anymore? Let's just be honest. Let's, no one, we no. need to play a game. Oh, sorry. Funny Adam. Okay. All right. No one uses VR goggles. <laughs> parent calls is kind of like catchphrase where parent uh, Adam is going to take on a parent personality. This is from one of the resources in our toolbox. It's a volunteer training resources where you learn all the different personalities. He's going to pick one of those personalities, and he's going to call you as that personality, Rhonda. What's our personality today? Know-it-all Nolan. Know-it-all Nolan. I think we've all had a phone call or two from Know-it-all Nolan. Yes. Do you have any of those in your church, Rhonda? Don't answer no, that. No, don't, don't answer. Don't, don't answer. Do, do, uh, they might I be listening. Face on that one. <laughs> yes, good choice. <laughs> so so Know-it-all Nolan is going to call you. And um, so the first part of this game is you got to kind of navigate Know-it-all Nolan. He's mm. And he's, of all our personalities, probably the most pushy. So Can be. Do your best to kind of stay, keep your emotions There's under the control. Fighter. There's the fighter one. We always say, okay. <laughs> show as little emotion as possible when you have a know-it-all Nolan going on. So, um, and then, They want to be heard. That's all. Man, now we're just we're getting into training style. This yes. is great. The but resource gives you what, how to handle them. There, know-it-all Nolan will be calling you. And he's going to have something okay. very specific that he's going to request. And within that request, there's going to be something extremely specific. And we... Uh, are look we want you to listen for that listen all the way through wait till the buzzer and then after the buzzer we're going to ask you what it is and if you get it right what does she win adam three pounds of gummy bear a three pound gummy bear that yes you can find on yeah, it's amazon one gummy bear not three pounds worth of gummy no bears. one huge three pound gummy bear that you can just take straight to in, your pastor and say we love you pastor and, and it might probably come, get a raise if you've seen goosebumps too it might come to life that's right you never know <laughs> You never know. You know, it's it's a movie, and mo- all movies are real. And if you're going low carb, Rhonda, you may want protein. And so if you lose, yeah, you may lose on purpose because you get a can of unicorn meat. That's right. If you lose, 
mm, t- the tasty yum. treat, unicorn meat. And and off air, I think you told us that you have someone in your life who loves unicorns. So. Oh yes, my daughter is a huge unicorn fan. So if you lose, we're gonna we're just we'll say that you lost on purpose. Yeah, please don't tell her it was us that sent you unicorn meat. Then if she gets upset about it, but either oh, way, well, I'll just... be joyous. You you know. Work hard to win, Rhonda. That's all I can say. All right. So you're going to hear you're going to hear a phone uh, a phone call, a ring, and then you're going to hear some music, and that's when the call will start. Adam will get it going. Good luck, everybody. Let's hope all you right. survive. <laughs> yes, is this uh, this is Rhonda? Yes, this is Rhonda. Rhonda, this you? is Nolan. This is Nolan. You remember Nolan? I know so many things about you. Do you remember me? Yes, Nolan. How are you today? Oh, so good. So good. I, I, I heard your talk to the kids. It was really good. But I there's a oh, few things you. I could... I, well, there's a few things, okay? I could tell you later. Don't have time for that this time. I okay. Could, well, that's, that's could, fair. I'm always open for, for oh, listening for constructive criticism. Well, I'll just send you a, a 52-point email later of, of what could be corrected, okay? And that so, would be awesome. Uh, my daughter, she, Sophia, you remember Sophia? She's so sweet, isn't she? She's the yeah. best. She know, she's smart, idea. smartest kid. She has this thing that she needs to go to uh, at the end of camp. But it's the last day of camp that you guys are doing. You know the camp you got coming up? It's the last day of camp. And I need you to uh-huh. end camp one day early for this, this thing. I can't remember what she's doing. I've forgotten. It's She wears... Something with these tight shoes with pointy ends and and has to perform for people. I, I can't remember what it is, but but she's very good at it, the best. Uh, could you please? I, I know camp. I mean, basically, I could help you get camp ready and end camp early. That one day, I, I know how to get it done. Would you? Would you end camp for her, please? One day early. You know, I I would love to do that, but I can't because we have another 250 kids who are signed up and it wouldn't be fair to take away that one day of camp. They're not as smart as my daughter. And and, and I could I could get the camp go I could make the camp go better and more efficient if you let me run it. And so we could be down narrow down a day. Easily I, I could what? trim the fat as they like to say <laughs> of the camp and get it down narrowed and let me uh, just you could let me run the camp. Oh, you could be there, but I will run the camp. I know how to do it. Well, and day wow. early should be able to go to this thing with the pony shoes and the and the uh, the thing she wears. Uh, it's fru fru. Uh, I can't remember what it's called, but she's the best. Yeah. She's the smartest. My daughter's the smartest and the best. She yes, knows I all have- the Bible already. So I have seen her do her um, routine, and it is fabulous. She- beautiful and she does a great job again i'm more than happy to take your um help if you want to help with camp and if you have to leave a day early that's fine but we are going to have to continue and we will have camp runs through the same through the same five days as we've had dang Rhonda will not be shaken she's she's like that she takes she gives a little to the know-it-all but then never budges never breaks down way to go Rhonda. Good job. But Rhonda, what Thank is the you. thing that she has to leave early for? Um, I'm guessing it's a ballet recital. Yes! Oh! <laughs> Rhonda. Oh, wait. Here we go. There we go. The, the, the live audience we have here. 
Listen, everybody, the calm ch- down. Chill. Calm down. Chill. I know Rhonda's awesome, live. but chill. You're taking over the microphones. Rhonda, as... Yeah, it was the frou-frou thing that she wore, not the pointy shoes that gave it away. Oh, good, you good. were struggling with the pointy. You were like... Well, I didn't want to quite say tutu. Tutu made it too easy. Yeah. So, so you went with yeah. frou-frou? frou-frou? That didn't make it easy? Well, it's frivolous. <laughs> I, it's, I mean, pointy shoes, she could have been a mountain climber, rock climber. Could you have know. Been. Yep. Uh, but pointy shoes. There's not many free fruit shoes. Pointy shoes. Hey, they used, could have been a track star. Football yeah, player. They could have been yep. pointy on the bottom. Okay, I get you. I'm sorry. Yep. You should have said great. pointy toes. You did. You're awesome, Adam. Good Thanks. job. Hey, Rhonda. Yeah, I need you, your encouragement. Speaking of awesome, you uh, get did a better? Yes. three pound gummy bear sent to you, and I just hope that you really enjoy it. It's yes. not for eating, it's just for your workouts. It's for to bench press it. Or if she gets lonely and needs a friend to talk to, sometimes yeah. it's lonely in ministry. I'll put it with my giant M&M that I have here. And yeah, they'll, they'll, just have they'll be friends. Wait yep. a second. I did, this is the first time the gummy bear has a, a friend built in. Built in. A giant built M&M. That's, yep, yep. Hey, Rhonda, thanks so much for being with us. And really, thank you for being an M2P member, uh, genuinely, from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much for listening. As always, it is just fabulous to laugh really hard with Jeremy and Adam. And thank you, Rhonda from Iowa. I also want to thank Connie and Tim Drury for joining in on this podcast. We have two more days left for our eternal sale. So make sure to check that out on the website, ministrytoparents.com. And next week, we start our brand new theme on communication. And we cover some incredible topics about communicating with leadership, like your pastor, learning how to communicate with volunteers, parents, and students. That's all our podcast for September. So looking forward to joining in next week. You've been listening to the M2P podcast. To download free parent resources, go to ministrytoparents.com.